with the number one pick goes to the ex-clubber. With the number one pick goes to the ex-smoker. With the number one pick goes to the ex-fornicator. With the number one pick goes to the ex-Buddhist. With the number one pick goes to the ex-Muslim. With the number one pick goes out to the ex-strung out. With the number one pick goes out to the ex-homosexual. With the number one pick goes to the ex I don't know what to believe. Represent these testimonies of coming into our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Represent to many, represent to some, represent to all, represent to a few. If there's only one, we present to you draft day. Be blessed. So if you're in any relationship, whether it's your mother, it's your father, brother and sister, or someone that you are in companionship with, whether it's your husband or wife, you do things for them because you love them. Mm. If they ask you to do something, and you may not necessarily want to do it, but you put yourself aside to do it anyway because you say, I love you. Mm-hmm. And if you love that person, you don't want to do anything to offend them or hurt them intentionally. So that's the same concept when we have that relationship with God, relationship with His Son, Jesus Christ that he gives us something he gives us his commandments um his laws um the things that he require of us and the and the bible tells us if you love us if you love me this this is jesus if you love me then you would keep my commandments and then he also uh later on he started talking about how that whatever he asks of us, it's not hard mm-hmm. for us to do. You know, it's very easy for us to do. But the fact is that you have to want to do it. Now, you looking at yourself like, do I want to do this mm-hmm. or do I not want to do this? And so you have that choice. And sometimes doing the right thing you don't want to do because sometimes we just so much into our flesh. Mm-hmm. But if we continue and to have that relationship with Christ, have that relationship with God, reading our word and praying, then things about ourselves start to change over to the will of God. And then we start to take on whatever it is he asking us to do. Now, this is not him manipulating us or, you know, uh, you know, telling us to do something that we don't want to do. But you in your spirit, man, you start to feel like this is right. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, there's benefits, you know, uh, into like serving Christ or following what he asks us to do. So it's not it's not a problem for us to do it. And, you know, he, you know, he give us line by line. He, he like, that's why grace is there for mm-hmm. us. You know, um, the Bible tells us to work out our own salvation with fear and trembling. So, of course, there are going to be hiccups along the way. We're not going to get it right every time that, you know, every time that we, you know, that's what the word is for. So that we want to uh, exercise our faith. We want mm-hmm. to start doing what the Bible says, like, oh, okay, this is what the scripture means, so I want to start doing this. Mm-hmm. But however, sometimes you may have a wrong interpretation of something, 
you know, but that's where grace comes in because, you know, now you think you're doing something right, but actually you're in error, right? So, but then as you begin to read more and get into more in depth and praying more, then the Holy Spirit will start to guide you more. And then you can start to say, oh, yes, yes, I want to do this. I want to do this. I want to do that. I want to jump at the opportunity to serve. I want to jump at the every opportunity that there is to obey God. And that's when you know that you are in alignment with him. And it's like, I'm not, I'm doing this of my own choice now because I understand what, why it's important for me to serve him. Because, you know, when you're serving God, then you at a level of peace in your mind. You had a level of peace, you know, in your spirit, you know. So there is, there is, there are those benefits when you are actually choosing to obey God, when you're choosing to serve God. That's where we are, right? Mm -hmm. But then you have an another choice, right? So you're presented with two things. Gotcha. So now you have a choice that should I continue to obey the truth, or should I succumb to the um, pleasures of my flesh. Gotcha. Right? So when you start to succumb to the pleasures of your flesh and start allowing that, that gratification mm -hmm. of your flesh, then now you have made your choice to say, now I want to do this thing over here mm -hmm. because this feels good to my flesh. You know, we can't say that um, sin doesn't feel good. But Sin only bring temporary, temporary satisfaction. Anything that it relates to, anything that's contrary to God is temporal. It doesn't last long. Because he's right. eternal. Right. So when you're talking about Christ, he gives you something that's everlasting. Mm -hmm. Now you're talking about your flesh make you happy, but the spirit gives you joy. And joy is long lasting. It is mm -hmm. everlasting. And yeah. that's something that no one can take away from you because this is something the Father gives. Because He loves us, He gives us those things. He gives us um, peace in the midst of your storm. So when you're talking about I'm choosing salvation versus I'm choosing the things of this world, then that's how you can look at the two. It's like now I'm presented with this. Gotcha. Now I'm presented with this. This thing. So on the right hand side, I have Christ mm -hmm. and everything that he offers and gives to me. Now you have things on your left that the world gives, which is the uh, which things that Satan gives. So now, you know, of course, you still have the you have a choice to make now. Mm -hmm. So when you become to things of the knowledge of Christ, you should know that you know what I know. This is beneficial. I know that it may seem hard because um, I'm now so much into my flesh that the things seem a little challenging. Mm -hmm. But in actuality, it is not. You want to do more because the more you uh, pray, the more that you choose God. This is the thing that we choose every yeah, day. Yeah. And to speak to that, um, before I go to Torah, yeah. but as you were talking, yeah. the scripture that came to mind, uh, your phone still on? Get, grab your phone. You got a Bible app on your phone? Yeah. Yeah, it was it was that scripture that came. I'm going to read it at the end. Final Galatians. When he's basically saying the works of the flesh are these. And he goes down this long list. Yeah, right. Find that for me. Uh so we go to Tori, as you were talking, I want Tori to explain kind of, because as you were going to you was like, you got this choice. And uh, and it came to me, basically with the scripture we're going to read, uh, people are choosing the flesh over 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 the, over the spirit. spirit. So kind of go and kind of go in detail in that. And, and the thing is, like, he, that was a good point that he made, too, because 
See, we have to understand um, every action that we have has a consequence. Correct. Every, there, there's good actions and there's mm-hmm. bad actions. So let's put it in the natural. When we break the law, mm-hmm. you know, there's a consequence mm-hmm. for when we break the law. Uh, depending on what the crime was, you know, you have severe punishments mm-hmm. and more severe punishments, uh, depending on what you've done. Right, because levels to this. Right, right, right. And so the thing is, um, when you when you um, when you commit murder, it's not the same punishment as when you um, run a stop sign, mm-hmm. basically, so to speak. So basically, what I'm saying. So we know that there's uh, consequences to every action. So with a good action, so um, you know when we do a good work, um, say for instance, like we want to feed the homeless, we want to um, um, just do things that um, that that's beneficial, that's beneficial, and, and people will reward you for it. Like those things that you do, feed the homeless or giving. Uh, to the poor or things like that, you know, rewards come with those things. And now we want to put it into the spirit, just as you was talking. Um, it's, a, it's actions that comes with, it's co- consequences that come with every action. So now this is what God is saying. He says, I have actions. There's actions that he given us the free will so we can make that, choose the actions that we want to take. Mm-hmm. You know, these bad, we, gotta have, we have bad actions, you know, that's going against what God will is for our lives. You know, uh, God has laid the roadmap out in the word of God. Mm-hmm. He gave us his words and gave us those statutes to follow. You know, he gave us these commandments. Don't break these commandments. Thou shalt not steal. Thou shalt not do this. Thou mm-hmm. shalt not do that. You know, so the thing is what God is saying. He, he said he's given you his laws, his commands that we should follow as in this world. So that we, that we can make eternal life so that we can make it to heaven. But when we don't follow these things, you know, we're, we're, we're headed down the path of destruction. Because the Bible tells us that when sin is in our lives, it's enmity with him. Mm-hmm. We're not, we can't be close to God because sin stinks in God's nostril. Amen. And he lets us know these things. So when we are walking in the disobedience, then what's attached to disobedience? A negative action. Mm-hmm. You're about to be punished by God. See, God is a just God. He's fair. Yes. You know, he's the ultimate righteous judge. He can't allow sin to go on unpunished or, or else what the word says about God being just and while him being fair, then those things are a lie if God doesn't uh, abide by his own word. So we got to know that if we're going against the word of God, then consequences is coming. Bad consequences is coming. Mm-hmm. And the ultimate Bad consequence is that when we continue to walk in uh, disobedience in this world, not following God's laws, not following his commands, then ultimately we're going to end up in hell. Mm. And that's where it comes. We have to come to the realization that there was a consequence that got me to hell. You know, God gave us a way not to be able to go to hell. He gave us his son that came on this earth to die for us. He gave us his commands. He gave us his laws. He showed us the way, basically showed us the way. You know, we, he, he gave us the accounts of people that lived the life, uh, that showed us uh, uh, giving the people his word and living in the Bible by his word. We've seen the consequences for doing God's will. 
And that ultimate thing is get going to heaven, dying and, and, and get to receiving the ultimate reward. And that's to be with him when we leave this earth. So there we have it. We have we have the consequence. We have the action, whether to follow God or not follow God. We know when we don't follow God, we're going to end up in hell. And when we do follow God and we abide by his word, then he had he gave a way of escape for us from this world, uh, a way of escape from uh, hell fire, which was presented, which was uh, prepared for the devil and his angels. Hell was not meant for us. So that's what people have to come to the understanding that hell is not for us. You know, so we have to make the conscious decision to tell ourselves, do I want to go to hell or do I want to go to heaven? It's a simple action. It's a simple action. And it's a simple decision that we all have to make. Uh, do I want to obey God or do I not want to obey God? Do I want to follow his commands or do I not want to follow? So we, it, it really, he gave us the road. He given us the road map. He given us our own choice, whether we want to uh, be lost and, and, and suffer in hell for eternity or be with him one day living forever and in eternal peace and joy and love something that we know not of on this earth. So that's basically, we have a choice to make. And that's what we all got to come to the real. We pray you've been enjoying the show thus far, and we hate to cut a pause in it, but we just want to take a brief intermission of what we call words from our leader. Thank you. Thank God, you know, and I know that there's some others that he's working on. And we're not going to give up on them. Because we have a promise, don't we? That we shall be saved in our household. So we need to hold on to that. Hold on to that. Even though it may not look like your children may be going east and west. And they're not doing what you want them to do. But how many know God has a way of bringing them around? He has a way of settling them. Amen. All we can do is just, you know, drop a seed. Every now and then, somebody else water, but it take God to really give the increase. Realization that we all have been given that choice. We all have been given that opportunity to to serve God or serve our flesh. Mm. And serving our flesh is serve is basically serving this world, serving the devil, the things of this world, the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eyes, and the and pride, pride of, of life. life. So we have to understand that what is more important to you, what is worth losing your soul. Right. So, uh, like I said, we got one more thing we'll get into, but I want to read this scripture. Um, it's coming out of Galatians 5. It's in starting at verse 18. It says, But if you be led of the Spirit, you are not under the law. Now the works of the flesh are manifest, which are these, and kind of what y'all was speaking to. Because this, as, as we've been going over, this is, what the, this is a result of why we got to heaven and hell. Right. right. This is a matter of crucifying the flesh mm -hmm. <laughs> or, or, you know, Doing what your flesh wants. So, right, right. verse uh, 19 says, says, Now the work of the flesh are manifest, which are these. And he's got a long list. Mm -hmm. Adultery, fornication, uncleanness, lasciviousness, idolatry, witchcraft, hatred, variance, emulations, wrath, strife, seditious, heresies, envies, murders, drunkenness, revelings, and such like. Uh, where am I at? Of the which I tell you before, as I've also told you in... In the time past, that they which do such things shall not inherit the kingdom of God. Wow. So let's read it one more time. We ain't gonna we ain't gonna go over, but it says, "And such like of the which I tell you before." So this is something that you've heard before, mm -hmm. 
-hmm. Paul said, I'm telling y'all again, this is talking to the church. As I have also told you in time past, that they which do such things, this is the flesh, he said, because he said the works of the flesh are manifest mm -hmm. of these, shall not, shall not, shall not inherit the kingdom of God. And the last thing that I wanted to just point out, because uh, as, as I was speaking about the flesh and the uh, and crucifying the flesh, because that's, again, that's the, the main people's uh, perspective. Y'all explain who hell was, was for. It was intended for the devil and his angels. Uh, and then John came with the explaining of, of choosing Christ, how you have to choose, make that choice with Christ. And uh, part of getting over your flesh is not just the sin also, but it's the getting in the word. That's the other part. So people don't know what to do and don't know what's, no, they don't know what's sin and what's not sin mm -hmm. because they're not gathering it in the word. They're not uh, partaking with in the fellowship as you explain how the relationship. So if you're not spending time with Christ, you don't know what he want, what he like, what he dislike, what's good, what's bad. And so now we have a result of people who are trying to put their human mind to a, an eternal mind, God, mm -hmm. who has a precept of laws and saying, this is what I like, this is what I don't like. Uh, this is what I require, and this is what I don't require. And even there are certain things that won't be black and white. Paul is saying even the such like. So for the things that are not, quote, unquote, um, black and white, that's where the relationship comes in it. And everybody's conviction is different. Mm -hmm. And so in terms of what God may allow John to get away with, and I, that's not saying John get to fornicate, and, and, and I, I don't, but we're talking about in the sense of there are certain personal convictions. I agree. So what God is telling John to do, I ain't going to be held accountable for. So, and what God is telling me to do, John ain't going to be held accountable for, and vice versa. So that's also the other thing. So it, we, okay, we might be checking off the list of, well, I don't fornicate, I don't lie, I ain't no homosexual. There's still disobedience because I think about Amen. the scripture over there with, with Saul. Uh, he told Saul to kill. Uh, I forgot what group it was, but you know Saul helped someone that he saved some of. Samuel came and said, "What have you done? Like, what did you do?" He said, "Disobedience. This is is this a sin of witchcraft?" Right. So that was a different type of conviction. That was a different plan for Saul's life mm -hmm. that David didn't have, so and so didn't have, another prophet didn't have. And so when he standing before God, God said, "Well, I gave you these orders. Right. This is your order." And I didn't. I didn't tell Tori to do that. I told you to do that. Right. I didn't tell John to do that. I told you to do this. So this mm -hmm. was this was your order. Right. Okay. So you gonna give God a checklist? Well, I ain't do this. Well, I ain't do this, and I ain't do this. And so that's kind of what made me think about the flesh. So even though uh, I might, I might, I might complete this checklist of not doing some things. God said, "Well, did you do this?" So you are still in error because mm -hmm. of you didn't your relationship. And then I think that's kind of what you brought up, uh, not making that choice. And then uh, I guess to put it all together. Uh, we want to deal with God's mind in a, in the sense of somebody listening or somebody, because I know they're going to ask the question. I, I hear what y'all saying. I hear what the Bible saying and et cetera, et cetera. But if, 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 if God is so full of love, if he, he, he just can't do it because that's religion, Jehovah witness, uh, so to speak, uh, people who are just of different sects are going to say, yeah, we know God is punishment and this, and this, but I just don't feel at the end, that he's actually going to send me to hell. And that's why I was talking about the default mm -hmm. uh, part that comes in there because uh, God has given us an eternal choice. And just by default, by just, because some people say, well, I don't do nothing wrong. but Because uh, the ultimate fact is, is, is choosing Christ. So that's kind of, long story short, what I wanna, want both of y'all to take turns and just address completely choosing Christ. Not even looking at it from a standpoint of, of uh, uh, choosing hell, but the default that you're going to get because if you don't choose Christ by default, mm -hmm. you're getting here. You, does that make sense? You it get what I'm saying? Yeah, it, it makes sense. You know what I'm saying? So kind of deal with the point of, because I don't want to confuse people. Like I want people to really understand the, the importance of choosing Christ. 
Because the ultimate is, um, you know, we get to a point where we serve Christ not just to go to hell or to avoid yeah. hell. Like, you right, got to get right. to a point the to where the yeah, love, the right? Love. But to that person that's kind of in that struggle or is going to have that, as we talked earlier, that legitimate question, just deal with the importance of choosing Christ, why that choice is so important in choosing him. And so either one can go first. I, I go first. Um, I would like to challenge those who are having those questions, right, to actually go to God in prayer. You don't necessarily have to take our word for it, yeah. but when you go to God and pray and earnestly pray to him about these questions that you have, he will answer you, you know, because when you're genuinely searching for answers, mm -hmm. when you're genuinely searching for God, he's not going to leave you hanging. He's not going to leave you out there just in limbo and your questions and things are not uh, answered. So if you genuinely have that concern, you genuinely have that question is like, why hell? Or you know whatever the whatever your concerns are, go to God in prayer. Mm -hmm. Speak to Him. Continue to talk with Him because sometimes, if in life, we in, we really want something, if we really want to know something, we're we, we gonna go yeah. after it. Yeah. Right, right. So if you genuinely want that, go after your answer. Right. And then when your answer comes, don't reject it. Re yeah. Because it's not what you want to hear. Mm -hmm. yeah. A lot of things that we pray for is not going to be what we want to hear. It, it just, it just how it is sometimes. But when you have that question and say, God, is this real? Like, is hell real? Or if, if I don't choose you, I don't believe in that the, uh, when I die, I go to hell. I don't believe there's a hell or what have you. But when God allows or uh, uh, gives you a visitation or he'll allow things to come to pass or he'll allow your mind to be open, you know, or he'll take those barriers down. He'll take those walls down so that way you can be, re that you can be receptive of the answer. Sometimes we don't want to receive. So you can't, we can't get upset in the end when God actually gave us the revelation of what it is that we asked for. So, you know, so just be open to when you answer, when God answer you, you be receptive of his word. Another thing I would like to bring up is, it's an analogy that I heard once before. If, if a company or if someone says, we want to pay for you to have an all pay, like all expense paid trip to anywhere in the world. Mm-hmm your choice and we'll pay for everything for however long or whatever but all you have to do is this here's a list of things that you have to do in order to go on this trip okay right and you can get everything that you ever wanted and dreamed of and a lot of us it sounds very nice it's very tempting like you know what they asking us to do these 10 mm -hmm. things i'm gonna work towards it i'm gonna do this i'm gonna do that just to go on this trip, the end trip I want to go, and I can take whoever I want to go take with me. This is the same thing that applies when it comes down to God, to heaven. He's given us a, a list of criteria mm -hmm. that we can do and condition ourselves now in order to go somewhere for all eternity. So if we're willing to make the sacrifices to do things that we really, really, really want to do on this earth, we can, make, we can take that same energy and do it in regards to Christ. 
when we're choosing him, when we're really trying to make it into the kingdom, God said, these are the criteria. These are the things that we need to do in order to make it into heaven. Because he said, holiness without which no, no man, man shall see, see the Lord. Lord. Right. And so holiness is, is just us being separated Separate, yeah. from this world, the things of this world. Mm -hmm. You know, we can't love the things of this world and then have a love for Christ. And we see that often where the barriers have not been broken. It's like somebody just like, you know what? Let me bridge the gap between, <laughs> you know, the things of this world and yeah. the things of Christ. Let's right. bridge that gap together. Right. But that, that is, that's not God. Mm -hmm. That is not God. That's that gray area that Satan did with Eve when he said, you should not surely die. Yeah. And he, he twisted it <laughs> he around or whatever. But they were probably thinking that you're going to die right then. Right. That's not the case all the time. No. We're talking about a Overtime, spiritual yeah, death. Spiritual. Talking about a spiritual death. That is the last, that, that, we're talking about a spiritual death. Right. Sometimes people are like, you know what? You know, this or that. <laughs> you know, mm -hmm. but we just have to kind of, um, we just have to make sure that we have that relationship with God and just stay there, you know, and not detour, deviate, or anything. But, just put that same energy into doing it and be receptive of what the Lord is going to give you because he's going to answer you. Mm -hmm. So just be mindful. Just be patient. Just continue just to pray and ask God, God, what is this? God, what is that? Mm -hmm. Give me the answer. Lord, just open up my eyes. Give me whatever your, your, your request. Let your request be made known and yeah. allow him to answer it and just be, uh, just receive what it is that he has to say. Amen. And then when he show you and they say, hey, there is a hell, yeah. Do you better be sure that you do everything you can not to go there, and that all you have to do is simply obey God wow. and do what His commandments did? Because when you're mm -hmm. reading His Word, like I don't know if anyone else can sit there and just read the Bible and you get all excited because you start getting revelation, or you start getting all excited because how the Word made mm -hmm. you feel, and you want more of this. Mm -hmm. You know, that's God just bring you, bringing you on in, wooing you on in, because that's a feeling and experience that this this world cannot give you. Right, right, right. So, but that, that's all I have to say on that. Go ahead, Tori. Um, I want to uh, talk to the person that 